The following episode contains mature themes, sexual content, and good times. Just so you know what to look forward to. Welcome to the world's most unassailably amusing podcast, where every month we come together to cruise through a thalassic body of smut. <laughs> I'm your host, Tanya Tutits, and today I'm joined by Sodome Velvet and the Marchioness, Elizabeth Barrett Boning, and we welcome you to the fifth episode of Coming Together. For those joining us for the first time, the way this works is that the Princess Barrett Boning and Sodome Velvet each write a portion of this erotic tale in turns that I read in near real time. So as you can imagine, hilarity, fuck-ups, and fucking will surely <laughs> ensue. <laughs> Good. We join our heroine, Magnolia Ouvrejambe, as she travels through time and space, becomes acquainted with her surroundings, and most importantly, lets her body do the talking when words fall short. Wow. So, how is everyone doing today? How are you, Madame Boning and Sodome Velvet? How's it going? Yeah, I'm good. I don't know. It was like a long day, but I feel energized by the fact that we're doing this podcast and recording it. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, definitely a long day. Um, I just got back from a twerk class, actually. So I'm already yes, feeling was that? and geared up to go. It was amazing. That's excellent. I love that. that. I, that I didn't even, like, I actually, that's so weird because that's the second time this week that I've heard about twerk classes. Like, it's what's so fun. And then you, yeah. Wow. I want to do it. Yeah, we should go sometime. Yeah, we absolutely should. That'll I feel like that'll be like good conditioning mentally and physically for this podcast. Definitely. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Um so how, today, how are you, Tanya? We never oh, ask how you are. You know what? <laughs> it's probably best because I'm always fine. <laughs> Nothing ever changes. <laughs> ever changes i am numb and i am allowing capitalism to do to me what it will oh wow (laughs) okay it didn't go the direction i expected it would i have no follow-up questions yes (laughs) i mean is anyone really okay (laughs) i mean i think it's like for me it's like for the purposes of this conversation i am well whenever someone asks (laughs) because you don't want me to go into it do you yeah yeah exactly because then we get a response like that so you know what for the purpose of this conversation I'm doing great oh god (laughs) but we are all just suffering at the end of the day okay well hopefully some erotica will heal you heal your soul Mm -hmm. yeah exactly wow that's great I hope if anyone listening is feeling beat down by the system that erotica will help yeah. heal your soul just a little bit exactly i think that that's the purpose of all of this right let's be mm. real mm-hmm. We're all just healing our souls bit by bit um but also this week we are going to do a little plug for ourselves which is that the coming together podcast is now on facebook twitter 
and Instagram, I believe. Instagram and Medium. Oh, and, and yes. Some episodes are on YouTube. Sorry, I got a little bit lazy. I uploaded two on YouTube just to broaden our reach, but I'll, I'll get on that. My bad. Fine. You're going to get there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I think, okay, uh, Facebook, I think you can just look up the Coming Together podcast, it should come up. Uh, Twitter is Pod Come Together. Uh, Instagram is Pod Come Together, but the T O, the two, is the let is like the number two. Uh, unfortunately, it was already taken. <laughs> Stupid. Um, but we're also on Medium. Uh, you can search up uh, Pod Come Together or the Coming Together podcast, and you can read along during this episode. Um, I think that is so exciting. I really love that system. Yay. Okay. So Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Medium, where you can read along. Mm -hmm. And uh, email us at podcometogether at gmail.com to help Tanya name the first book or just to say hi and that you like the podcast or if you don't like the podcast. Yes. No, you're not allowed to say anything. (laughs) Good vibes only. Yes, exactly. Good vibes only and no other vibes. My exactly. intro, um, when you asked me how I was doing, that's going to be censored because it doesn't follow the rule. Uh, I'll still probably put it in there. <laughs> <laughs> um, yay. Okay. Wow. So much exciting stuff. But without further ado, let's get started. We can't wait for you to come along with us. <sighs> Chapter five, flagrant indecent seas. Hmm. <laughs> like, what do you think it's going to be about? <laughs> Based on the title. Yeah, I really put that together far too late. Um, <laughs> very good. We're off to a strong start. Magnolia could hear the sounds of seagulls overhead as she opened her eyes. The sky above her was deepest blue, and as she sat up, she realized she was nose to nose with a bearded man with an ochre complexion. He peered at her. How did you get up here without me noticing? Your guess is as good as mine, Magnolia answered. And how did you get here at all? The man had a deep, silky voice. Where was here? wondered Magnolia. She could tell that she was in the crow's nest of a ship, in the open sea without a patch of land for miles. But beyond this, she could be anywhere, stuck in any of the five oceans, Well, she reasoned, it was warm under the sun in the open sky, so she probably wasn't near the Arctic or Antarctic oceans. Uh, I guess she has, like, good skills of deduction from all of her travels. (laughs) I feel like I'd be like, water. (laughs) (laughs) I am indeed in water. Yes. Case closed. (laughs) Exactly. That is indeed a question, she finally responded. I'm sure it has an answer, but I don't have it. He put a hand to his forehead and stroked his thick hair with an anxious look on his face. What am I going to tell the captain? Just then, a roaring voice could be heard from down below. Dollface, status report. Magnolia decided to freeze until she was sure it was safe to look. I, Captain, said the silky-voiced man named Dollface, who got to his feet and saluted the captain. We're in decent seas this morning, Captain. 
no <laughs> land in sight <laughs> no land in sight but i do see a ship ahead if i had to guess a fishing vessel excellent said the voice below but uh captain i can predict a bit of turbulence today based on what i've seen well spit it out man what is it dollface looked down at magnolia with a sympathetic look he shrugged somehow a woman just showed up on board captain she's up here with me magnolia mouthed traitor at dollface who tried not to meet her eyes are you keeping stowaways on my ship dollface we all get horny sometimes you don't need to hide it <laughs> well bring her down so we can at least meet her i don't know how you hit a human being on this ship for the past few weeks but you do you boo i guess what time human period being. is this <laughs> was this 2017 or is this the 1700s you know what? I can't wait to find out. Don't answer. <laughs> I would like it to be both. <laughs> yeah. Dollface made a gesture at Magnolia as if to say, after you. She got to her feet, fastened her dress, and began clambering down a large rope. As they scaled the mast, Dollface whispered, we've got to keep our story straight then, you hear me? My name's Adolphus. Adolphus Dollface. Shut up. <laughs> Wow, Sodome, you are in peak form. <laughs> Wordplay. Um, okay, Adolphus Dollface. And we know each other. I brought you on this ship when we docked in Santiago, and you've been here ever since. You got all that. Magnolia nodded. Don't sweat it, Dollface. I can handle it. She took a moment to wipe her brow since she was ironically sweating profusely. <laughs> Once on deck, the captain greeted her. He too had darker skin than Magnolia, which really brought out the pink frilly shirt he was wearing. It was tucked into a, a pair of tight black pants, which he had accessorized with a pistol and a large knife. I'm known as Captain Lander, but please call me Phil. <laughs> He grabbed his large feathered hat and placed it against his chest as he bowed. Magnolia bowed back at him, then to the crew, which had quietly assembled around them. They call me the Marauder of Jeans, but you can call me Magnolia. <laughs> Dolly seemed to think that it wouldn't be safe for me to be on the ship out in the open. She got familiar so fast, and that is so on brand for her. Just be like, Dolly. <laughs> He is my dolly. Yes. Captain Lander laughed heartily. Well, Dollface is a bit of a worrier, but in some sense, he's right. A pirate ship is no place for someone who can't handle themselves. Magnolia smirked. Oh, don't you worry, Phil. I can handle myself. Wow. I can't wait to see what happens next. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to see what... Uh... Elizabeth Barrett Boning cooks up. Yeah. Yeah, we will see. Let me get you something to eat, Dollface said to Magnolia, and she followed him away from the captain. Once they were out of earshot, he continued, and maybe a tour of the ship while we're at it. Pretend like you know what you're looking at when you cross the other crew members. Make it seem like it's normal that you're here. They descended into the belly of the ship, where a bunch of grisly, chiseled men sat around a large oak table. 
They were chattering, and each one had a large stein of beer. So these men knew how to have a good time. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Dollface rummaged, rummaged about the table and procured her a slice of bread. Any butter left to be had, gents? The lady's got a fancy taste, you know. No siree, a man with, a, with piercing hazel eyes and thick dreadlocks replied. This must be what they meant by a dread pirate. Didn't seem so bad at all. Wow. Finished, <laughs> finished it days ago. You should know that. Magnolia chewed on the dry bread. Could be better, could be worse. Come with me, Dollface said to her. We'll find you some beer. When his back was to her, when when his back was to her, she had a she had a chance to admire his back muscles bulging through his white shirt. She followed him into the cellar without hesitation. Course. Once in the cellar, she could feel her pulse quickening. It was a dark space with only the light of Dollface's candle to illuminate. She saw lines of kegs along the wall, along with gunny sacks and piles of ammunition. She nosed around a bit and could feel his breath on her. Can I touch you? He whispered in her ear. And when she nodded, she felt his hand slide underneath the shirt he'd given her and onto her breast. She leaned back into him, her head arching against his neck, as he squeezed gently and then harder. She felt his dick getting hard and pressing against her leg. She moaned slightly and, then, and he whispered, I'm so glad you appeared here. You're stunning. But then she heard cries from upstairs and the boat shuddered. Something was amiss. As quickly as he'd come on to her, Dollface raced around her and toward the cellar door. Before oh, no. leaving, I oh, no. know. What's happening? I'm done, done. <laughs> We're about to have sex. I, honestly, this kind of thing should not be happening to Magnolia. <laughs> bad timing. An injustice. Before leaving, he turned and told her, stay here. Based on the clattering and clanging she heard from upstairs, that seemed like the safest course of action. Didn't sound like any nice pirate business happening above. She, was, she wasn't sure how things would end up if she ended up dead on a pirate ship in God knows what century. It would be hard to give her parents a death notice if she technically died four centuries before she was born. She squirmed into a gunny sack and, wa and waited out the commotion. Hours seemed to go by. Alone with her thoughts, she considered how she might make it back home. She'd love to spend even a week back with her parents, and now that she was in such a tight situation, she realized that all the more deeply. She couldn't remember the last time she'd made it back. It seemed like it had been months ago. Then, a whisper at the, at the door. Miss, are you in here? It was certainly Dollface. Magnolia squirmed out from her gunny sack. Big battle upstairs, miss. We lost the fight, but luckily they're not bloodthirsty and they're letting us live if we give them our ship and everything on it. But they're taking us back to their land. You're best to stay hidden for a wee bit, miss. I've scrounged you some more food. Oh, shit. Wow, I am hooked. What's oh, going to happen? Fuck. What's going to happen? He's so casual. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we are <laughs> going to... We we lost. Here's the thing. We, we have been overtaken. Yeah. Here's some food. Here's a granola bar. Let's get going. 
Okay, get back in the bag. I'm going to hoist it over my shoulder <laughs> and we got to leave. Yeah. Pretend everything's normal. <laughs> yeah. Wow, I am hooked. I want to know what happens. Me too. I'm so <laughs> yeah, me too. Where is Madam Velvet going to take this? All right. Yeah, let's see. Fuck. Oh, man. What are you Elizabeth, you couldn't have like I don't know let them fool around a bit before this happened. <laughs> no, but now you can. I'm sure there's ah, a that's thing true. That's, that's happen true. Land. That's true. I can give justice to Dollface. Yeah, mm-hmm. justice for Dollface. <laughs> Magnolia was not feeling very hungry, so she passed on the orange, salted pork, and hunk of cheese she was offered. Dollface looked at her sadly. I imagine you aren't very glad that you appeared here, Magnolia. She sighed. I've learned to take things as they come. Well, I mean, in in many ways. I've learned I to take I didn't mean it like that, actually. I know. I'm glad it works like that. She said and got back in the sack like an armful of potatoes. Got back in the sack. So many Freudian slips here. I also I love didn't it. mean it like that. <laughs> didn't mean it, but kind of did. But I clearly did, yeah. <laughs> Adolphus, too, sighed as he wolfed down the food and threw the bag over his strapping shoulder. Magnolia went as limp as she could as Dollface carried her up to the deck. She noticed the tiniest shaft of light pierce through the bag as they went up the stairs. Carefully, mm-hmm. <laughs> carefully, she used it as a peephole so that she could at least look around. We agreed that you'd leave everything on the ship, said a soot-stained corsair with golden teeth. Captain Lander gave Dollface a meaningful look. You did. But seeing as you'll be marooning us on an island, don't you think it'd be merciful to let us take a bit of food, lest we perish immediately? The Corsair spat. He looked back at his murmuring crew. Many of them were bloody. It was shocking to Magnolia, sure, but not altogether surprising. But then, she saw something that left her dumbfounded. She had to stifle a gasp as she laid eyes on someone she had seen only days ago. A Japanese man with a thin layer of facial hair and a page boy haircut stood among the buccaneers. It was that man who had been teased at Setsuko's party. Magnolia was sure of it. The one who melted into the background within minutes of her arrival. Sekido Shigeo. She was pretty sure he played the electone. Magnolia tried to calm her breathing. What do you think? Should we let them take some food, boys? A brave pirate answered. It'd be the humane thing to do, Captain. I think so, too, he said through his golden teeth. Let's give you a fighting chance. Reluctantly, Magnolia was carried off the ship to a white coral sand beach. The image of a swashbuckling Sekido burned in her mind. And just like that, the enemy pirates sailed away. When it was safe, Magnolia exited the sack and joined the crew in marveling at the giant statues that were there to greet them on this island. Magnolia burst out laughing. She couldn't help it. What's going on? What's wrong? Dollface is worried. The enormous 13-foot stone busts towered before them atop the ceremonial stone platforms that Magnolia knew were called Ahus. I know what those are she told Dollface, and I know where we are. 
Captain Lander lumbered in her direction. You do? Is this island inhabited? Oh, yeah, it's inhabited. Who do you think built these moai? Moai? I think it's moai. Moai? Who do you think built these moai? The crew was confused but relieved. They cheered. We might actually survive, said Phil. Well, started Magnolia, we might still want to watch our step. I assume the Polynesians who live here haven't met the Dutch yet. Lander looked at Dollface quizzically. Just go with it, Captain, said Dolly. Not long after Magnolia gave her basic crash course in the history of Rapa Nui to the crew, they set out toward the middle of the island to find its inhabitants. Magnolia prayed that she'd remembered the things she'd learned in that one brief lesson on Easter Island in elementary school correctly. She knew there had been wars among the different groups on the island, but that there were peaceful periods too. Well, she told herself, not as if I get to choose which one we get. After a half day's hike, they arrived at a settlement. A large fire was roaring in the center of the town. A few Polynesians noticed the party arrive and grabbed their mata just in case. But the pirates were weaponless and clearly downtrodden, which eased the tension in the air. We're castaways, said Magnolia, and then introduced the crew. We're just trying to survive. They nodded a bit and led the crew to a large stone house, the biggest in the town. You'll speak to the chief and then we'll reach a consensus as a community. That seems fair, Magnolia agreed. She walked into the house only to find a large, muscular man vigorously thrusting his cock into a kneeling woman from behind. Everyone froze until Captain Lander broke the silence with a laugh. I fucking love this place. <laughs> I love it. Wow. Okay. I am so intrigued genuinely like by this plot right now. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone was so silent during my last part. <laughs> Wait, I loved it though. Oh, I was like, oh, in your oh, your last like um the last thing, thing I wrote, yeah, yeah. I thought I was like intrigued. I was yeah, like, I need to know what happens next. I was like, no <laughs> one's right now. I need to know. <laughs> I was just so deep in the story. I was yeah. like, I was living it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Mm. There was a table along the wall of the house, laden with mangoes and dragon fruit. Wow, yum, I want that. Okay. The man looked at the group mid-thrust and offered. <laughs> Sorry, please continue. <laughs> I lost myself for a moment there. <laughs> please, take some fruit. It would be my pleasure to host you. Well, he was in a good mood. Clearly, they'd come at the right time. He continued grunting in ecstasy until he exploded. Oh, he just kept going. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> then picked the woman up, brought her to a bed in the corner, and began devouring her pussy. Wow. <laughs> Magnolia drove into the pi- Magnolia dove into the pile of mangoes to find one just at the perfect ripeness. Before she could even wonder how she'd slice into its juicy flesh, Dolly was behind her, wielding a small knife and offering to cut it open for her. She let him slide the fruit from her hand and work his knife carefully into the dripping yellow peel. He gestured to her to take it, and her hand brushed against his rugged, meaty hand for a lingering moment. 
A chill ran from her fingertips all the way down to her clit. She wanted him. We know. Oh, we know. (laughs) But first, fruit. It was delicious. The chief was still taking his time on the woman's clit, so there was no real rush to get out before he changed his mind about them being here. She fed a piece to Dolly and his lips wrapped around her fingers, his tongue gentle against her fingertips as and against her fingertips as he lapped up the fruit. Then he pulled her toward himself. I want to take you, he murmured, and her hand found its way between his legs. His dick became became blah, his dick became stony as she moved her hand along it, and he took her lips into his mouth and her tit into his hand. He moved with urgency, with eagerness. She glanced around. The men they'd come in with had stepped out to attend to other matters, and it was just the two, them two and the chief and the woman in the room. How convenient. <laughs> How convenient. Her tongue ran its way as long, along his, and his fingers drifted down under her pants. She pulled down his suspenders and tugged his shirt up and over his head. Then, spinning her around, he ripped off her shirt and squeezed her naked torso against himself, hands running across her naked tits, then down again under her pants, onto her clit. Come, join us, a voice called from across the room. Magnolia looked up from her carnal pleasure and saw the chief gesturing them toward the bed. There was just enough space on the bed for the other woman and Magnolia. Magnolia grabbed Dolly's hand and pulled him to it. She lay down, stripped off her pants, and pulled Dolly's chiseled torso, his hard cock, against her body. She let her pussy ache for him, grinding his against his dick a few moments, and then looked up at him. Fuck me, she instructed. Fingertips flicking her clit, she let him plunge inside her, all his girth and beauty. He thrust vigorously, and she moaned into the movement. She ran one hand down his chest and gasped slightly as he pushed even harder inside her. The thwack, thwack of his legs <laughs> against her thighs turned her on even more. I that don't was, know why, but thwack, thwack is so funny. It's, like, it's so <laughs> funny, but it's also like a perfect onomatopoeia. Like, yeah. I'm just like, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> You can hear it. <laughs> yeah, I can hear it. Yeah, so can I. I've had sex, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you say it like it's being called into question? Now? I know, it I know. Wasn't that was an accusation, <laughs> Tanya. Pardon? I said it wasn't an accusation. I know, I know. I was just joking. That was a joke, don't worry. <laughs> but now we don't know. It's so in question. Yeah, you really put it into question. I, I really nobody was convincing. wondering this before. <laughs> I mean, it's not a bad thing, right? Like, no, no, you it's not. Choice, you do what you want. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I would just be surprised uh, <laughs> knowing knowing you. <laughs> well, at least we do know that I have had sex and have two two tits. <laughs> None of this has been verified. Anything is established about Tony. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. Her hand found its way to the woman beside her, reaching down between her legs and circling her clit as the chief fucked her. There was nothing more sexy than being beside a woman having sex and getting to pleasure her even more. The chief looked at Magnolia and then put a hand on Dolly's naked, veined arm. 
please allow me, he said. Both men pulled their dicks out and the chief strode the two steps to Magnolia. Turn onto your stomach, please, he told her. She flipped around and he penetrated her deep and hard. She slid herself slightly forward so that she was over top of the other woman who pulled her lips against hers. She kissed the woman deeply as the chief writhed inside her, grunting and thrusting. Then she leaned ever so slightly forward so the woman could suck her tits. She reached between her own legs and flicked her clit. It was burning with pleasure. Ecstasy was brimming inside her, but she wanted it to be Dolly that got her off. That's fair. He's been there longer. Fair. He really has. <laughs> Dolly, come fuck me again, she called. <laughs> and the chief and Dolly switched yet again. Now, she was again side by side with the woman, holding her hand as both of them spread their legs and pulled their partner's dicks inside of them. She moaned, her whole body aching with the desire for Dolly, his giant thighs once again against her skin. His hand on her stomach, on her tit, he was reaching over and kissing her all while thrusting, when she felt it again, the quivering, the explosion. She wished she could have stayed in this world forever with this gorgeous man, but she was bursting with joy, her limbs vibrating, her cells vibrating. Throwing caution to the wind, she looked up at Dolly and, just before she disappeared, whispered, I love you. What? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my god. What? I had the idea and I was like, fuck it. <laughs> We're gonna try it out. Wow. She has a two-minute love with. <laughs> wow. I don't know what to do with this information. <laughs> wow. I am so intrigued by this. What is I need to know. Like, okay, obviously, since I'm not writing, I'm like, I just need to know, but I am so curious for this process, like for Sodome, because if this wasn't something that you had in mind, but you know Magnolia because you've been writing her, I sure. want to know where this goes, you know? Yeah. Oh, man. I did not expect that. You really, you really threw a curveball here. Wow. Uh, Lizzie Barrett boning. Um, damn. Lizzie Barrett. <laughs> you have a very long name. <laughs> I just uh, thought it would be a fun curveball. Yeah. I just, I, I, because I thought I misheard Tanya and I thought it was Dolly who said, I love you. And I was like, that makes sense. And then I was like, wait, no, that's not what I heard. <laughs> wow. Magnolia. Mm hmm. Wow. I mean, maybe I she doesn't that. love him. Maybe she's just like, hey, I want to try out saying those words. It's been a while. Like in the moment. Or maybe she's in love with the experience that she's having here. Or maybe she has truly fallen in love. There's so many different ways that. Or I mean, he was very trustworthy. He taken. really kept her safe. He was. I want to know, like, also, because in my mind, I'm like, I guess this is kind of informing it, but you don't have to, like, do this. But, um, in my mind, I'm like, what if this was like something that, you know, she knew from her, like, I don't know, like, there's a reason that she like connected with him so much. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. What do you mean? Like, it's like, you know, what if what if she like connected with him? Because 
like in one of her past adventures or like in her real life there was like someone that was just like him and like i don't know you know what i mean i'm like there's so much disbelief one could suspend that i'm like what if he's like a reincarnation of someone (laughs) or like they did cross paths and she just didn't realize or like something but also there was also that mysterious part with sakito so i'm like what's happening in this world yeah (laughs) i'm not gonna tell you (laughs) i need to know part of this is that you don't know yeah, it's very fun. That's called. Oops. It's very fun dangling that in front of you. Yeah. Like, Lol, we're not gonna tell you. Oh my gosh! What? This is a plot? Oh my gosh! Wow! <laughs> I can't wait. Plot to twist. Out. I need to know so badly. Yeah. That was a fun wow. episode, though. That was good. That was a really fun one. Yeah. Wow. Great job. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like it didn't need it. But I'm sure the pirate crew were like the rest of the crew were also there, like was also full of fun characters, but they didn't need it. Sure. Yeah. I know I was halfway sad to let them go. And then I was like kind of feeling the the swinger situation. So I was like, screw it. No, it was good. Yeah, I liked it. It was really good. It was good. I did not expect the chief to keep fucking. I love that. As I ended it off, I was like, okay, well, this is like, this is just like set the atmosphere of like, (laughs) these people are pretty chill and ready to have a good time. But yeah, but he was like, extra chill. He was like, strangers in my home, grab some fruit and get naked. Yeah. Grab some fruit and get naked. Yes. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Wow. I'm I feel I feel like I was very surprised by that ending as well like <laughs> wow I was also low-key surprised by it I was I like wrote to the end and then I had that thought I was like that would be really funny and I was like Meh, <laughs> let's try I mean, it out I feel like she does I'm trying to rationalize it right now like why would she say that but I think to be honest she always is in search of connection she does want to get close to people it's not yeah. like She's obviously obviously like sexually ravenous, but it's not just about bodies. She really does like to get to know people. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah. So I think it makes sense. I think I think what she's forming with everyone that she's met so far is the beginning of love. Maybe except like, I don't know, like Michelangelo and his like bros. I feel like there wasn't that <laughs> yeah. much of like an emotional connection there but it was still a good time but I feel like with like with Keiko and Setsuko and even like Kaifen and Bjorn yeah um like maybe she it's not love yet but she was definitely like forming deep bonds with these people mm-hmm. yeah. exactly and that was the part that I was trying to live into as well as like showing showing quite clearly that she's not just here to have a good time that she's also there to connect with people and like for her maybe she just needed to say those words just like try it out maybe it was like yeah. something that crossed her mind and then she was like well i'm gonna disappear into anyways so maybe i'll just like throw this one out there just to like see how it feels kind of thing no i like that a lot actually it, it creates a new element to her character that even i hadn't really put into words in my own head but like yeah no, she's aimlessly traveling 
through time and space trying to like get some like orient herself and the way she does that is with people um mm -hmm. so it makes sense that uh like she's always kind of looking for connection and unfortunately when she does get close to people um she often has to leave so yeah. that could be you know that's that's a source of like internal conflict as well so i think that's really cool and it could be that too like she could be just living into that internal conflict and being like oh like i want to have this deeper connection so i'm just gonna like force it for the two seconds that i have but maybe it wasn't so forced i don't know mm -hmm. we'll see we'll have to follow up on that and see, yeah, see what I we do with that know. yeah but yeah wow. but i'm happy to talk about this we're not talking about sakito shigeo though <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> I have wow. I have nothing to say. Nope. I don't even know. I don't even know what we're talking about, to be honest. But that's Who's not that? true. We spoke about it briefly. What <laughs> <laughs> <Bottom> a <laughs> right. Sorry, we don't know. We don't know. <laughs> I am in the dark. No, we're just we're planting seeds. It, at most, it's planting seeds. We don't have yep. like a firm like this is where we're going. It's just kind of like. This is kind of what we're interested in. And let's yeah. like plant some seeds so that it will become a garden eventually. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And like organically, you know. It was a really good episode. Mm -hmm. um, where do you want her to go next, Tanya? Ooh. Hmm. No, I like really want to see through all the character development that you've both been plugging like I you know what I mean like first like there was the flashback to like her first time like orgasming and then whatever disappearing and then like um there was like also like that I want to see like I want like I'm curious to see where that goes and then I also really liked this chapter hmm. I'm like, I don't know, like, if I have, like, a place, I more want to see, like, her as a person. Like, I want to, like, I want to <laughs> see all of, like, her past stuff coming out. You know what I mean? I feel like that's always been your answer. It's like, it I'm so I just want to know her more. I'm like, yeah, so yeah I, I, agree. I agree. She's so interesting. Like, wherever she goes, she's, like, the highlight of it is, like, how she interacts with the world. It's you know? true. It's true. I feel like I, I'm, I'm tired of this, like, the main character is the like avatar for the reader and they're like kind of yeah. a blank slate you know she's like no like she's yeah. fucking awesome i want to be yeah. her friend yeah exactly that's exactly it like i want to like be her friend and i love that like she is so dynamic that she is a person to me you know what i mean like mm -hmm. and that's why i want to know her more because she's not like like i can i feel like i can predict what she's gonna do the way that I would a friend, you know what I mean? Yeah, right. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's Makes pretty sense. cool. I don't know how we managed to do that, but that's pretty cool. I don't know, yeah. but I love it. Hi.